chanting the name with supported with Sambandagyan and with faith in the efficacy of the name, which is also derived from association and proper Sambandagyan and so forth. And so, as I'm speaking about it, as it was typically spoken about previously, Nama Parada and Nama Vasa is not something for practicing devotees, but in its stead, practicing devotees are chanting Shuddhanam, pure name, which means, in this context, that they are chanting with a conception of the pure name, with an ambition or an ideal of attaining Prem. Hmm? All the name has to offer, they've heard about Nam Shrestam Apisachiputram, the, the highest conception of the name that's been given by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They're embracing this. It's with this in mind that they're practicing. So they have faith, they have Sambandagyan, hmm? they are Shudavaktas, pure devotees, in that they are pursuing the path of pure devotion. They're not pursuing the path of mixed devotion. Hmm? It will have a mixed result. For example, I'm pursuing the path of Gyan mixed with uh, with Bhakti, hmm? or Yoga mixed with Bhakti, which will have a different result. They want the praying, and they want the Braj praying in particular. Um, we use the term Uttam Bhakti. A lot of devotees think, well, that means I'm not doing Uttam Bhakti. But Uttam Bhakti has three stages. Sadhana, Bhava, and Prem. So, you can be a Shuddha Bhakta, an Uttam Bhakta, hmm? in that sense. But this is your ideal, this is what you have faith in, hmm? this is what you're learning about and pursuing, that's your path. Now, are you Shuddha? Are you pure? Uh, or is your even understanding of everything um, the scriptural argument uh, uh, very much developed, which would give you more ability to practice? No. Hmm? Um, so your faith could be intermediate, and your eligibility to practice would be intermediate level, or your faith could be weak, and you could have a, 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 a novice's eligibility within the school of Uttam Bhakti. So a similar idea. But Bhakti Thakur then spoke about Namabhas, Namaparad, Shudanam, in the context of someone having faith. Therefore he invoked the term Shraddha Namabhas. The other people I'm talking about who do not have they don't have faith in the name, they're just saying, Krishna, hey, Hari, you know, or in a joke, or in, in music, or with a different intention in mind, and so forth. Now, someone who has faith in the name, who has received some Gyan, practicing under the direction of a guru, and Vaishnavas, and so forth, um, they are not, their, their chanting is going to initially remove anarthas, take the dhap and margin, cleanse the heart, and so forth. So there are stages. And the name will bring one through stages of bhakti, so you could identify, in a sense, the chanting in a primary stage, 
will be different from the chanting in a superior state. Once, for example, the name cleanses the heart, now the name will decorate the heart in a more developed stage, right? So there is an unfolding, so to speak, of the name's power, capacity, all that it is, is, is within it. And, and, and within the name is the, is, the, is, the, is the rupa, the form, the guna, the qualities, the leelas, the associates who are necessary for the leelas, all within the name. So one doesn't realize them all at once. So in that sense, yeah, there can be stages, and Bhakti Vinod used this term, Shraddhanam Namabhas, for example. So as a stage when one is um, acquired knowledge about Namaparad, so it doesn't think, for example, Oh, I chant the name of Krishna or the name of Kali or Shiva doesn't make any difference. He doesn't make that offense. He doesn't think that, oh, the virtues, and the glory, the, the possibilities that scriptures speak about that one can attain by chanting the name is, 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 is imaginary or exaggeration. That's an offense. Oh, there are ten offenses. Mm-hmm. Mentioned the different promise. So he's familiar with those. Of course, he, he, he or she cautious not to commit Vaishnava parad. Hmm? Well, Guru Aparad, even if you know about that, you could you could do it due to your conditioned nature and so forth, right? You could flare up and respond in, in a way that might be um, offensive. Hmm? You could say, Guru Maharaj, I want to take some yasmi. You could say, no. And you could say, well, no, I do. I'm ready. Said, no, I don't think so. And you push back again. Hmm? Then you'll end up going, smoking something somewhere later on. Learn. Mm-hmm. You should have listened to the film pushback on uh, days, uh, even the most subtlest suggestion. I don't think maybe that's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. So, there is a possibility of committing it. But, it. but it's not like, in one sense, it's not like a stage of chanting. Now I'm chanting and I'm offending. Mm-hmm. There may be a stage where you're, the point where you're chanting and you're trying to avoid offenses. Mm-hmm. And then there may be the stage where, as Bhaktivinoda speaks of it, your chanting is kind of a semblance of all that the, the full name has. It's like the dawn. Hmm? At dawn, before you can see the sun, the day starts to light up, and you know the sun is coming. Hmm? That's how he talked about Shraddhanamabhas. So he talked about this, just to clarify. Hmm? Okay? Um, so, uh, uh, I don't, of course, you're um, relating to me what you think you read that Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur said. I would have to see the quote exactly, but based on what, 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 he, what exactly he said, I'm not sure if you're representing it accurately, but nonetheless, it is a, it is a question that arises. Um, um, uh, and it's, should I mentally imagine Krishna Leela and chant, or should I chant and let the name reveal what is Krishna Leela? Hmm? Well, um, um, m- most uh, likely it's best to advise persons to chant and just to hear the name. Hmm? Um, the idea of Leela, Leela Seva, is a very, very high idea. 
It has to be brought up. It has to be talked about, but it has to be talked about and explained in such a way the person's developed faith and gradual understanding and that it's very um, um, high, easy to misunderstand. We have certain uh, ideas, culturally, our physical and psychological makeup causes us to think in certain ways. The leader is represented in a particular way. Adolescent romantic comedy, basically what it is as, as, as a drama. And if you're not well-schooled and you start to just enter, read the Lava of Leela, not brought into it properly, you might even find it unappealing. Why is Chandrawali being treated like that? I don't think that's fair. I don't like this. So, unless you understand what is, what is, what is Mahabhav Surupani, as Rod is called, what does that mean? What is Vamabhav and Dakshinbhav? Why is the Dakshinbhav the, 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 the shy, timid love, not as appealing to Krishna as the aggressive left-wing Vaman that makes him a, that, that, that the Jiralita personality of Krishna corresponds with. Hmm? See, this is a complicated issue. Hmm? And, 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 and how Chandrawali represents that, that one Bhav, which you seldom ever, ever, ever see in Krishna, but she fully embodies it. And sometimes Krishna can taste it. Hmm? And mostly in relation to bringing out a certain mood in Radha, hmm? in reaction from her, and so forth. So, especially the Madhurya Rasa. Hmm? Very high thing. Difficult to understand. So, um, it's um, good advice to advocate hearing and chanting with an emphasis on cleansing the heart, chikta darpa and the marginum, and in a general way that there's more to come. Of course, with a good teacher, then gradually we, we learn about these things properly so that we, we find ourselves attracted to them. Hmm? Because we're learning properly, and and, uh, and so forth. Now, given that hmm, proper guidance, good education, then it is possible to think about leelas while chanting uh, Krishna Nam, if it helps one to focus the mind. If the mind is going to be restless and can't be captured just by hearing, then in a general way, but that would be not to imagine myself in some way participating in the Leela and, and uh, not know how it works actually and, and, um, and so forth. In a higher stage, of course, one knows how it works and one actually projects oneself in, into the Leela. But in the earlier stages, that, that's not possible. Hearing about the Leela, that's important. Doing Leela Seva through hearing and, 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 and Leela Smarnam in a deeper sense where you project yourself into the Leela, this is for very advanced devotees. It's for contemplative life. So, you obviously shouldn't, he may have been a even a precaution against something like that and imitating something like that for those who are not qualified 
and recommend you just chant. Hmm? But there are, what I want to say is there's some in-between. Hmm? You understand? So, it's not a bad thing if you heard the night before or you read this beautiful Leela of Krishna and Vrindavan and it comes on your mind when you're chanting, you that's bad, I should get it off my mind, I should just hear the name. Hmm? So, you know, I, I just say this because people uh, take these things in very extreme ways at, at times and um, without any kind of nuance and without looking at it in terms of a, of a, of a spectrum. Hmm? So, there is a place even for um, the, uh, newer devotees to think of Krishna. Like, for example, now you come before the deity of Krishna Balaram, you see that he has the impression you can carry the impression in your mind and, and chant. Hmm? No harm. Hmm? And if in the context of doing that, good. <coughs> chanting about him, maybe you should be thinking about him. <laughs> That's one way to look. If you're chanting about him, then he should come on your mind, right? And, and, he, and he looks like this, and he has these qualities. And it will explode into, the, or open up into, he has these leelas. I find myself uh, attracted to them and longing to participate, and he's inviting me in. So, does that help? Yeah. Okay. What else? Another question? Yes. Uh, it's not very clear, the question, but it's, yeah, okay. it's about having uh, having Gordon Tai or having Krishna Balaram as, as your Ishtadev, because... Like Gordon and I are like gurus at the same time, so it's like having the, the like a guru figure as an initiative. But then, in a sense, that seems even more appropriate because the guru does receive worship, whereas Krishna is more just playing and not really. I mean, in his life, he's not like a guru figure. Um, well, I'll comment on that. Uh, Gordon and I are. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu they are the macrocosmic gurus of the Sampradaya. Chaitanya right? Mahaprabhu started his own Sampradaya, and his main man is Nityananda Prabhu, who turned everybody's attention back on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who initially was turning attention towards Krishna. So, um, we find the worship of the deities of Gornathai instituted by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself, who told Gorodas Pandit to craft deities of himself and the Dinana Prabhu and worship them, um, which he did. Um, Gorodas Pandit's uh, role and contribution, therefore, is very significant in Gorodas Vaishnavism. So, Gorodas Pandit is, is the incarnation of Subal, Krishna's most intimate friend in Vrindavan, in Chaitanya Lila. Hmm? So, through him, we have the worship of Gorodasananda. Hmm? One day Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was pining hmm, for, uh, uh, as, as, as Krishna, pining for Radha. Hmm? There's Goridas who took, just like in the Subal Milan, Subal Vesh, Rila, and Krishna said, Radha Kund, and that day Radha cannot escape from her household to meet with him despite any, any effort by her sakis and manjaris, and, and Krishna turns to Subal, you have to make the arrangement. You have, have to bring in. How can I do that? It's broad daylight. I don't care. Somehow, do it. Subal. Well, 
Some people say you're God, and you seem to accept it. So maybe by your power, whatever Krishna says. And so Bob says, well, whatever. Somehow, and then his genius, how to do that, of course, is, is played out in Leela, and, and he manages to get her there. It's a long and beautiful uh, Leela. Um, so in Gore Leela, we find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu suddenly desiring to have the company of, of Radha in, 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 in the Bhav of, of Krishna. And Goridas, he reaches out to him. When Goridas takes him to the bank of the Ganges, it's look in the water. Mahaprabhu looks and he sees his own reflection and he sees Radha. Because if you look at Chaitanya Mahaprabhu very carefully, you'll see Krishna. If you look closer, you'll see Radha. Then he embraces Goridas. So what is the, who knows the heart of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu better than Goridas? This is how the poets have described his position, very important. And again, he contributed the um, Sampradaya, the service, archam, deity worship, and war and the Nandakabu. So he would serve them in Dasyabhav. As you're saying, like, like we serve the guru, like a, a servant-teacher type relationship. But the secret of Gaurila is that if we worship Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Dasyabhav like a guru, hmm, through that we will get entrance into Krishna Leela. So just like you worship the guru, then you get entrance to Krishna Leela, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's guru. So you'll get entrance. But the way you get entrance is that Gaurita will turn into Krishna's all around before you. Hmm? And the scene around you will turn into Vrindavan and you'll find yourself there. Hmm? And then it will close. And it'll be going to die, and then you'll be. So, it opens like a portal. The Dasi Bhava opens is the way through the portal, if you will, of Gore Leela into, into Krishna Leela. Hmm? So, um, what's the problem? Hmm? Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, now here we worship Krishna and Balaram, and sometimes they turn into Gorn time. So it works both ways. <laughs> um, also, um, interestingly, of course, a note about Goridas is at a certain point in the end of his life, he left Navdweep, he went to Vrindavan, and he worshipped Radha and Krishna there. So his Madhurya side was, uh, of his Naramasaka Bhav was arguably, I mean, they developed and he's in a Leela the Sadaka, he's perfect, but he's in a Leela of the Sadaka. But his deities of Gloritai and Kalnard are still more famous and he left the world there, his samadhi is in Vrindavan. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has established the worship of, of Gloritanand, he's shown the way. They told him, he worshipped them very elaborately, um, and they told him, don't do that. We were pained to see you working so hard in the heat, cooking, and without much resources, nonetheless, you're collecting so many things and offering them to us, just offer flowers, some simple simple food, and we'll be satisfied. 
that we told him. So they're very generous in, in, in their worship. Of course, if we have beans, then we should use them um, entirely in their service. And it's true that, of course, Krishna and Balaram are uh, the same persons, but in a different leela, so they act differently. And the, and the relationship is between his friends, their friends and themselves, is, is, is not in, in Dasyabhav. But there are some... We follow the associates like Sridham, Sudham, Subal, who have such <coughs> We experience that intimacy, that bhav, through them. We have service to render to them, also. There's menial. There can be menial, like, like the worship. So they are, they are guru figures. Subal's like a guru figure, in a sense, for us. When Bhaktivinoda Thakur, in Jaya Dharma, when he asked his two disciples, now you've been studying the Bhagavatam and chanting for some time, how do you feel about that? And one says, I get the feeling that I would I would like to serve like Lalita Saki and, 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 and so on. So I know that the other one says, I get the feeling like I would like to herd cows with Krishna, like Subhala. So the guru responds, and say, but you are a follower follow of Subal. And Mokimot says, from that day on, they began to see their guru in that light. They began to see... Vijay Kumar, Brajanath? Which one was which, I forget. Brajanath is the Lalita Saki follower. Vijay Kumar began from that day on to see his guru as Subal. It means... Typically, you have you have the the paradigmatic figure in the real of the Ragatmika, the Subal or the Lalita, Rupa Manjari, hmm? and then you have the Guru, hmm? who's like smaller, hmm? standing next to them in the same bhav, hmm? and then there's everybody in his group, and then there are thousands and millions and unlimited groups and subgroups and, and so on and so forth. Hmm? So then you render service to a guru and to the, to the, to the, the, the Ragatmika figure and they give, they give the opportunity to direct service to Krishna and Balarama at times. Hmm. But you experience the entirety of the, uh, the Bhagavad hmm. that they um, embody. Hmm. Um, just a, an aside, so that it's... A, it's, it's a, it's not without something of that side that you're talking about. Does that help? Yeah. Another question? Yes. Hey, I'm still thinking about chanting and how I find personal, like, my mind wandering to things that need to be done, like paying bills and that kind of like mundane everyday things that I've been thinking that I'd, I'd like to sort of be able to convince my mind that chanting is the, is the most important thing, the most pressing, uh, urgent thing, more urgent than the bills and the whatnot. But I'm finding it hard to, to do. I, I find that it's hard for me to sit and let these, you know, let the bills be unpaid. 
Well, I don't think you will if the bill's being paid, but um, you're not going to be paid by thinking about it at that time. Mm. You could think about it at another time while you're taking a shower or something. Or any other time. They won't go unpaid if you don't think about them. Mm. They will go unpaid. You have to think about them at some point. But if you select, in this hour, I will not think about them. You make a practice of that. You'll find they'll still get paid. There'll be plenty of time, 23 other hours of the day, that you'll be thinking about them, or partially thinking about them, or things related to them, even in your dreams and so forth. And if you make that kind of organize your life for chanting in that way, then gradually that will change. And you'll find yourself thinking more about Krishna, and even in the dreams, thinking about Krishna. And the bills will get paid, somehow or other. You have to look at it like what you're interested in is this, this total, entire like shifting of the ground. There's this idea in modern philosophy, prominent um, philosophy of materialism, going by any number of different names, but that's what it's had in its naked form, materialism. Um, the, the, there you find the idea that the external or objective world is the real world. You've got to pay your bills, or whatever. That, that's the real world. And you, which is a subjective experience, it's just something like smoke, steam coming off a pot. <clears throat> it has no efficacy. It, 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 it's 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 like they say. What is that? Was it Hume that it's like bile coming out of the liver or something? Right? It has no utilization. Um, so that has to shift. And, and, and the reality is, the objective world has no causal efficacy on me. You can't change me. Can't, I can't die from it. Hmm? Nothing can, it can't do anything to me. Hmm? If, 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 I don't, if I ignore it entirely, hmm? there'll be no loss to me. Hmm? That's the kind of shift we have to uh, you know, move towards. So understanding that philosophically, kind of being, being, getting grounded in that, then, you, then there is the there's a, there's a strong possibility through that education and culturing, that kind of thinking, that the things that come up in the world that seem pressing, they, there's, a, there's a greater ability on a sadhika's part to look at them from the larger framework of what you're doing as a sadhika, what your objective is, and so forth, and they have less potential to get in your way, to distract you, to cause you to worry about them, Pre- be preoccupied with them, um, uh, rise and fall with them, so to speak. You got to get to the point of watching the rise, watching the fall, hmm, and uh, remaining steady and plowing across the ocean, uh, regardless, because you you don't see the shore, but you see the lighthouse. Hmm? Sadhu saying it's over here. It's over here. There's land here. Keep your eyes there on that example. 
then then we and then keep good association. Then we have good 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 argument, good instruction, good siksha, and um, um, this is all very compelling, right? And um, essential, helpful, another essential for making this this shift. And it it it, it, it I say it like that. If it's, that's just the fact. The whole world. I heard once Bhakti Nathan Reinhardt said a different way. Let the whole temple burn down if it's getting in the way of my bhajan. Even the temple get in the way. I went out to preach. I got all these people. They're really not very interested. They're bothering me. <laughs> They're really not very interested. My whole... I have to, as a, my whole life is compromised, just trying to encourage them, yeah. like a Gorka Shore, but think something like that, don't bother me, seem like sincere people coming at, <laughs> so, how important that is, I'm saying, where the, where the value is, just, you know, you have to make these like really uh, black and white kind of. That's what the world is. It's just the opposite of what materialism is saying. It has no bearing on any. It has no. It doesn't do anything. It has no bearing on me. I'm real. That's false. It can't do anything to me. If my bills don't get paid, nothing happens to me. Now. Now, some people immaturely try to live like that and go out and become, I'm just going to walk out, you know, God's going to take care of me. And that's not exactly how it's taught. Um, so, but still, you have to make those kind of points repeatedly. And then, of course, you have to hear the virtues of the name. I, I got a question like this not long ago at Sarvrai, and I gave a whole lecture about the, the, the importance of, of chanting, the value of it. So it's worth listening to if you can find it online, you have that in, in mind, and you think that this is the most important time now. This time should be guarded. And at least some of the time, I should say, let the house burn down. It's not going to burn down in that hour, but if it does, it doesn't matter. Bhakti Vinod talks about putting on a blindfold and locking the door and plugging one's ears and chanting. Hmm. By hover by crook, he says. Hmm. So, what does he say? Beg, borrow, steal, but get the nectar of the name. Don't let your time be stolen by your mind. Hmm. So, these are like the do and die kind of way in which Pujapachita Marsh used to talk about Bhajanakriya stage, Anartanabhiti. And if it's gone about casually, then you know, there's going to be a casualty. Your, your practice is not going to be very, very fruitful, and you're going to wonder why, why are you doing it. Hmm. So at least sometime, you know, pretend as if nothing matters in the world. The only thing that matters is, 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 is what's going on in the super-subjective world, and I have a key to take a peek in, into that world in the form of Krishna. Hmm? 
and now I'm chanting, and it's preparing me to go there. And I've heard about that, so I can think about that. What is that world? I want to go there. What the prospect is, and so forth. So, yeah, does that help? You have to approach it like that. If you're finding you have the problem that you're describing, which is probably not that uncommon. What else? Here it has no effect on the soul. What did Krishna say in the Bhagavad Gita? Huh? What did Krishna say in the Bhagavad Gita? Right, but how how he how told, he told Arjuna to kill somebody, <coughs> kill his relatives. <laughs> Talk about morality. Right, but I mean that's one of the arguments to, that that one would make for there to be meaning in the world as opposed to materialism, right? As that, that to there's a morality that's anchored in in yeah in yeah. In reality and transcendence, whereas the materialists would say no. Mm -hmm. But so, how would you explain that to them? I think I understand what you're saying. Um, I think you know you have to look at that, like to use Buddhist term, right livelihood. Like I said, you could hear these things, but then you just decided you just decided to walk off into the Himalayas, and God will take care of me. Some rare person making that, and so. Rather than that, with that in mind, then a way of interacting with the world that will promote that understanding and that won't um, further entangle me in the world. So, yeah, it has no bearing on me, but ultimately, but in a relative sense, I'm affected by it, so I, I do have to thoughtfully, tactfully uh, deal with it and conduct myself in a way that will assist me in my practice. My, my talk, my walk should assist me in my talk. My talk should assist me in my walk back and forth. My sitting, my walking should assist me in my sitting. Hmm? I can't sit and chant all the time, but for a couple hours I'll do that and then I'll walk, and then I'll walk. Hmm. Having done that in a different way, and that will be in accordance with what's favorable, what's bhakti, what's unfavorable, to live a ethically sound life and so forth. I don't know if I'm answering the question, but... Not no, I don't know. Maybe I'm not saying it. I don't know what it is. Like, if, if the world if the world has no bearing, then, like, you, you, you could, like, do anything and it's not gonna... It's, it's kind of like the materialist said, you can kill somebody and it doesn't matter. And Krishna says, also says the same thing, you can kill somebody and it doesn't affect the soul. Mm -hmm. It doesn't affect the soul. Yeah. 
Right. I mean, obviously, the materials believe that there is a soul to be affected, but, but in, in a sense, I guess I've just heard that, you know, one of the, the positive things of having a, 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 um, a belief in transcendence or consciousness as being primary is that it gives meaning to the world and it gives a morality that's rooted in reality. Yeah, that's true. And whereas the material... Still doesn't affect the Atma. No, it, no, it doesn't, but I'm just... But, it can, but if you conduct yourself in a, in a morally sound way, then it can be, um, um, in, a, in a sattvic way, it can be helpful for the practice. Um, I don't think that saying that... To say that... Okay, to say that the moral good and bad is ontologically grounded and it's real hmm? is really to talk about the world from, a, from entirely from a subjective perspective. It's not saying that the brute force, physical force of the world, which is all that's contained within materialism, hmm, has any effect. Hmm? So we include within the subjective perspective, the spiritual perspective, Hmm? A, 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 a absolute, so to speak, and relative or empirical or pragmatic, <clears throat> pragmatic way of interacting with the world. But we're not talking about just the brute forces of the world, which is what materialism reduces the world to. So when I say we reduce the world to just brute forces, well, those brute forces have no effect on me. Hmm? Okay. Uh, um, It's also possible that uh, that uh, I could act immorally in the context of adhering to or embracing a trans-moral uh, perspective when the two, the relative and the absolute, conflict. Hmm? Um, But, um, I mean, just kind of understanding your question, but having a little, little, little trouble answering it, it's not entirely clear. But I think that to say that, the, again, that the world has real good and bad, it's all in relation to the idea that you're an Atma. It's not separate from that. It's just included within that. So it's still to, to, to look at it from from the from the subjective perspective, not from the materialistic perspective. And ultimately, yeah, the capital G transcends the the lower G, and therefore Krishna is eloping. And it's the capital G, and it seems to cross over entirely. Right? The moral. What else? Yes. But also, it's not clear what kind of what degree of materialist that is, because if we're talking about the materialist who said it's all atoms bouncing, then they wouldn't even say they don't affect me. That there is no me. There's just atoms. So they don't even think like that. Whereas we, or the soul, through a, a material medium. Uh, comes with the concept of morality because 
it applies the values of transcendence, eternity, and beauty, and this and that, to the material ingredients, yeah. it tries to make sense out of them. So whatever is close to eternity, and beauty, and bliss, is good, and whatever is the opposite of it, is bad. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Of course, <coughs> those who embrace any form of materialism, they, they often say they can't really walk, talk, so they have to constantly, they're, they're constantly positing meaning and purpose and value. So in a world that ultimately doesn't have it, it's just a mental human construct in that perspective. What else? Yes. I was wondering if you'd have like a, a reading suggestion, like a list for a, a person. I've read the Gita now a couple of times, yours once and Prabhupada's twice, um, but still feels pretty brand new. Um, getting into Bhagavatam, Kanta 2, and is it too early to get into Chaitanya Charitamrita? I was part of their reading class for a while. Yeah, you can read that. Have you read my commentary on Chitrastakam? Um, I was thinking about it. Yeah, they should read that, and then, then you can read your literature. What about Kopal Champo? We're reading it here. Kopal Champo is good. It's, um, there are some sections that require some explanation. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a very nice retelling of the Prakat Leela. Alright, let's stop there. She's in Dhaji Gopal. Dhaji Gopal.